Welcome back to another podcast episode of We the Meeple. I'm Logan. I'm Ryan. And today we are talking about one of the OGs, Potion Explosion. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Ryan, how have you been this weekend? Fantastic. Good. Have you been great? Yeah, I've been great too. Has the weather been great? Yeah, it's been hot, but it's been good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, just chilled once again. This weekend, nothing too special. Went to a couple family outings, but glad to be back here in your basement, playing a few games before we actually shot this podcast, and hopefully play some more after. So let's get into Potion Explosion. Potion Explosion is a different type of gameplay. I don't know the best way to describe it. I think we reference it to a real-life bubble pop, real-life bejeweled real life candy crush it's very interactive very hands-on once you see it yourself and get a hold of it you'll understand why we have compared it to bejeweled bubble pop and candy crush ryan you want to take us more into the game for sure so potion explosion two to four players uh anywhere from 30 to 45 ish minutes to play before you ever play there is a little bit of setup and creating this little marble dispenser Um, that you're going to put the marbles in it's going to slide them down put them into little shoots and then from there you get to pull the marbles out and then gravity this wonderful thing called gravity pushes the other marbles down makes it nice and easy Um, so as far as setting up again two to four players you're going to get your own little uh, potion creating bunsen burners and little beaker type thing Uh, you're going to pick two potions you're going to try to complete. Every potion is worth a different amount of experience or victory points, sorry, at the end of the game. And then each potion has a special power that you can use once you've finished or completed the potion. But you usually don't use that power like you just talked about until you've played it a couple times. Because you have to first get the gist of it to understand what you're doing and why the potions do what they do. So what we would recommend is playing it a couple times, just completing the potion itself and getting the points. And then once you're more advanced or more skilled in the game, you can use the potion qualities to make differences in the gameplay. Yeah, it's up to you. Depending on who you're playing with, if you're playing with people who play lots of games, I think you can go straight into the powers. Um, But obviously, if you're introducing people into the hobby and games, then just uh, play regular without the powers. Uh, so I played it actually a lot without, uh, the powers and with my wife, our neighbors, those people we've, I played and introduced it to. Um, we just go straight, fill the potion with the marbles. All right. So you've got two potions you're trying to complete at a time on your turn from the little marble track. Uh, you have the ability to pick one marble out. When you pick that one marble out, depending on the two marbles that then crash after you pulled the one out, if they're the same color, you're creating an explosion. And then you get those marbles that were an explosion and all the marbles that are the same color. If after pulling those ones out, you create another explosion with the same color, you can be continue to pull out marbles and marbles and then add them to create or finish your potion. Um, you can also hold in reserve three marbles after you've used them all to fill in your potions. If you complete potions, you put the marbles from the potion back in on the top of the little contraption you build, and it just kind of slides them into the different shoots and slides and um, 
again using gravity to put the marbles down and allow you to continue to play the game. Yeah, going back to the explosion part, it's hard to visualize, like we've talked about in other games, over a podcast. But once you set it up and you see what the gameplay is like, it's easy to pull a marble and see which ones will connect together. And sometimes if you get lucky, you'll clear out the whole row. Or sometimes you'll just have to grab one and nothing explodes. So it's just a different type of game style, game strategy that you want to achieve during this game. Yep, on your turn you have another option as well to get a little help from what's called the Professor. You can take this little round thing which allows you to have an extra pole. When you use your pole for that, uh, it doesn't create an, any explosion. So you can use that before you take your real pole, you can use it after you take your real pole. Um, but they are worth negative two points at the end of the game. So there's a penalty for taking a lot of them, but if it helps you set up to get a lot of marbles... Uh, it's something that can be beneficial. Another thing you have to notice about the game is the strategy. So one, you can either go to the strategy of setting yourself up to hopefully by the time it goes around the table to get the marbles that you want, or you have a strategy to pull marbles so that the person next to you doesn't get the ones that they're trying to go for. In this game, there's four different marble marbles. Excuse me. There's a red one, there's a yellow one, there's a black one, there's a blue one. And each potion has a different combination of colors. So one potion might have three red slots and four black slots or two blue spots and three yellow spots. It just depends what potion you pull. The more holes on the potion or the more hole colors gives you the m- more victory points. Anyways... So you just kind of decide what strategy you're going to take. Do you help out your neighbor? Do you not? Do you play for yourself? Do you play to hopefully get that pull again? Everybody's pulling from the same game contraption. Like Ryan said, the marbles will come out from the same spot. So you just decide what kind of strategy you want to use. Yep. And then the way the game ends, before you start the game, I forgot to explain, you put out skill tokens based on number of players. Uh, So if there's two players, four skill tokens, three players, five, four players, six. The way you earn the skill tokens is if you get three of the same type of potion or if you get five different ones. Um, So every time you get three of the same, you get a skill token. If you get five different ones, you get a skill token. And then once that last skill token has been taken, you finish out the round so that everyone has the same amount of turns. Um, And then you count up your victory points and most points win. Just some clarification on the potion creating. Like Ryan said at the beginning, you have your burner, what are they called? Bunsen burner? Bunsen burners. So you have two of those to put two potions in, and then you have your beaker for storage. Once you complete the potions on your turn, you wait till you can't do anything else. You refill the cartridge, the contraption where all the marbles hold, and then you pick two more potions if you completed two. If you only did one, then you pick one to refill your Bunsen burner. This is not a game where you keep drawing and drawing and drawing because that's not really fun. Once you complete your two that round, that's it. Then you put the marbles back, you grab two more, and you can use the three that you saved, if you have any, from the beaker to fill in your potion. But besides that, you got to wait till next round to continue to complete potions. All right, so I teased some of the special potion effects. Um, We're going to run down those real quick. 
just so you kind of knew. Uh, they've got some fun names as well as uh, give you a, a nice advantage and switch up the game quite a bit. So first one, Potion of, Lo- of Wisdom. I'm not Potion of, of Love. Of Love, Ryan, okay. That, that's coming later, the Elixir of Blind Love. But the Potion of Wisdom, you get one free marble of your choice anywhere. No explosions are triggered from that. Potion of Magnetical Attraction, you get... Two marbles that are different colors that are adjacent or next to each other. No explosions are triggered. And I guess that's the theme for all of these potions. No explosions are triggered. Abysmal Draft. At the bottom of the slide track, you could take one of each color, uh, depending on what's available. And then the Balm of Uttermost Stickiness allows you to take all of the same color from one side of the track. There's just a few more potions, too, that do a couple reactions. We have the elixir of blind love like ryan talked about that's the one he was excited for and that lets you steal all the other marbles from somebody else's storage and put them into yours and you can use that right away if you want to to apply those marbles to your potions then you have the potion of prismatic joy which which turns your marbles in your storage into random or wild you get to put whatever you want it so that's a huge advantage depending on what potion you're trying to complete There's the one called Sands of Time, which lets you use any potion you have already used in your bank. And then the last one is the Filter of Lava Mansing, which lets you pick five from the tracks and just put them back into the top and let it come back to see if that gives you better options of picking from. Yeah. Do you have a favorite potion, Logan? Um, I... I would say the potion of prismatic joy, which is lets you turn the storage ones into random. That one definitely helps. Or the sands of time, which lets you reactivate ones you have already used. One you have already used. Yeah, for me, it's probably potion of uh, magnetical attraction because you get two marbles, and you can usually get whichever two you want, just not the same color. And then abysmal draft can be really good, getting them out of the bottom, depending on what your options are and what you need. If you want to practice your speech, I guess it's good to read over these potion names because they're definitely a tongue twister. So with these potions real quick, once you use it once, it's used already. um, And they're just great helps for you to complete other potions. And something that I don't think we both mentioned is you can either use it at the beginning of your turn or at the end of your turn, depending on what strategy you're trying to go for. Yep. And every game is going to be different because there's eight total, but you really only ever play with um six of the eight so you don't play with all eight every time you just pick or discard two random ones and play with the six that are left because this game is not a monopoly or a life or a sorry type of game usually there's an expansion that you can buy after buying the main game and with potion explosion there are a couple i believe maybe one or two which would be a couple but ryan what's your thoughts or what is your knowledge on the potion explosion expansions i don't own them but i know one of them adds a fifth ingredient Uh, i think it's a white marble um and then i think that one or a different one also adds different professors maybe that have different powers i don't know enough about them yeah i haven't seen too much on the expansions i haven't really looked into it either just because we have not yet got to the point where we need something to add to this game We've played this multiple times together as a two-player game. We played it with three people. We've played it with four. And each time you play, it's a different game play. Um, You'll have just as much fun playing with two people as with four. 
So for us to look into an expansion, we haven't done that yet, but we know that they're out there and you can probably find it on Amazon or at your local friendly gaming store, wherever you reside. So also with Potion Explosion, there's an app version um, that you can download and play. I own the app on my phone. I played it quite a bit. Um, I mostly only played against the AI. Um, so against like the computer, you can play against other people online. I've never done that yet. Um, but the computer on the easiest is like super hard. They're super good. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I've come in first once against them because they're tough. That's pretty funny. I have not looked into the app yet. I don't know if I will. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, after playing with Ryan, I bought my own copy and I've had I've enjoyed playing with other people, especially being a college student. It's a good quick game to set up and play with other people and very simple to explain and easy to grasp. Yep. Easy to learn. Um, hard to master. I don't know. But it's it's fun every time. Different every time. You've taught your brothers and lots of people. Yeah. And you've taught your neighbors, like you said, your neighbors, your wife, the people that you've played with at work. It's just a, a great game. It's fun. It makes you feel good because you're doing something. You see a reaction in the marbles. It lets you be interactive, hands-on, touchy, just all the above. <laughs> Ryan, let's dive down into the pros and cons. Let's first talk about the cons because negatives are always bad. So let's get them out of the way and then we'll jump into the pros. So what what's your feelings on the cons about this game? Uh, so there's definitely the possibility of what we call AP analysis paralysis, where people are scanning every different option, seeing exactly what's going to happen with each marble that they pull out. So their turns can take a little bit too long if they think too much about it or, um, so that's one possible con. If we want to get nitty and gritty with the cons of this game, the gameplay is fantastic the first time you open up the box and have to punch out every little thing, that's when it gets annoying. That's when it gets tedious. Once that's done, you don't have to do it again. I know the copy that Ryan bought was maybe the first edition, second one. I don't know. He had to punch out every individual hole within the potion. When I bought it, I just had to punch out the potions themselves and the holes were already punched out. But once you build your marble contraption, um, not really the greatest way built, if that makes sense to mix up your potions. Cause you just kind of drop it in. And if one side slanted, they'll all go to one side. If the other side slanted, they'll go to that side. So if there was a different way to mix up the marbles, once you throw them back in, that would be a, a plus. But as of right now, you just kind of do your best of making sure they get randomized. So all the blues don't fall into one column or all of a different color won't fall into one column. But that's about it for the cons i don't have anything to to shun this game for no i have a couple marbles that are kind of quote unquote broken or kind of chipped mm -hmm. but it did come with extra marbles so not really a, a huge con because they took care of me that way and i assume yours came with extra marbles as well yeah it did it did i think all games do that just in case something like that happens. If you drop, drop it on a tile floor, it might crack. Or you might lose one. If you have kids, might eat it. Hopefully they don't. But maybe that's a con. Leo, don't eat the marbles. Leo, do not eat the marbles. And if you don't know who Leo is, you will not. But if you do, then you will understand why. So don't let your kids eat the marbles. If they do, wait a couple of days. You might get it back later. <laughs> 
Ryan, let's jump over to the pros. I hate talking about the cons. I hate talking about negative things about a game, but all of them have them. So let's talk about what we have been liking throughout our time playing this game. Yeah, we've already mentioned quite a few things. The easiness it is to play and as well as to learn because people are so familiar with the concept of bubble pops, bejeweled, those types of things. Very easy and quick to learn and pick up. I would agree. Um, like Ryan said, as we've been talking about this game through the podcast, we've been saying the great things we like about it. It's just a good game. It's quick. It's cool. It's very easy to learn. It's very easy to teach and you can play it. Doesn't matter what age you are. Box is 14 and over, but does it really? Yeah. I think people that are younger than that could get the gist of it. They probably won't get as much of the strategy, but they can definitely play. Lastly, we want to mention who this game is by and who the designers of this game are. Um, Most of you who are familiar with the gaming world would know the company as Simon, but they want to be known as Come On. So this game is by Come On. It's a great game. And the people who design it are also fantastic. Yep. You want to name those, Logan? No, go ahead. It's all you. It's all you. It's all you. All you. Okay, the game has been created and designed by Lorenzo Silva, Andrea Crispy, and Stefano Castielli. And they have done a great job of making Potion Explosion the way it is. Who did the art? The art was by Julian Gigini. Is that close enough? Close enough. You're better than me. That's true. So, shout out to them. Go look up other games that they have and go look up other games that Come On has also published. We are at the end of our podcast, which means we have to give this game a rating like all other games we've done. So, Ryan, what is your input about Potion Explosion? I'd say it's a buy. Definitely add it to your collection. Yeah, I would agree, too. We give it four thumbs up. It's a go out and get it either at Amazon or at your game store. Yep. I think that we'd disagree a little bit on a number. I'd give it probably like a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, and I'd probably give it closer to an 8, 8.5. It just depends on the style of gaming you like. But it's a great game. It is a great game. Don't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for joining us in this second episode of our podcast where we talked about Potion Explosion. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Logan. And we are... We the Meeple. Peace. Thank you.